What do you love to do? Can you remember the last time you had a hobby that didn't involve an ulterior motive? That didn't involve money or hustle culture and that made you feel maybe a little bit vulnerable and afraid to be judged? I want to hear about that story. We all have something that gives us passion and it's my goal to re-inspire you to find the joy in your life by talking with other people about the things that make them happiest. I'm Megan Bream. This is Anything But Beige. Let's go. Hi, my name is Mandy, and I love mindset work and design. Fantastic. Mandy, this is going to be a really cool episode. Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. So, you know, this month we're talking about gratitude and all of the ways that it just... It, this sounds like really cliche, but just like all the ways it makes life better. And <laughs> I think that a lot of people get really confused about mindset work, gratitude work. Yeah, I think it gets kind of overwhelming for some people. So um, I wanted to talk to you about your story, how you came to create more gratitude and manifestation in your life. Um, but let's just start. Let's just start at the beginning very good place to start right yeah so, please um give me your story um i kind of as far as falling into gratitude it's just something that i feel like everyone hears about nowadays and it's i feel like a common response is like or at least mentally people would be like oh grat gratitude that's so cool but like that's not for me like i don't need to do that and so people brush it off a lot and that was totally me for the years on end and of course, it's not until like, wow, I really need something to change in my life that I finally am like, oh, you know what, I'll try anything. <laughs> so that's kind of when gratitude started um, for me. And I don't know, it's just like, I had to stop uh, uh, making excuses for myself and just like, okay, you know, what? I'll try this. A lot of people say that it helps them a lot. And so it's like, okay, how can I start to ease this into my life? And that was kind of just when it started like when I talk about mindset work and I'm sure we'll get more into it, like this is the beginning of allowing yourself to uh, experiment with other types of mindsets and how that influences your life. I'm interested on, you said that you kind of had this part in your life where you just said, okay, let me just give this a shot because see what happens for me in my life. Um, I was at a point where like I had, I just, I was afraid of, gratitude and manifestation. I felt like it was kind of woo woo or something or just, you know, like I, I had a very big hustle all the time mindset and mm -hmm. it was so rough. And so I, I <laughs> it's like the hustle <laughs> mindset is so exhausting, but like everyone does it. And so when you try to like transition and be like, oh, but I'm not like that woo woo, but like <laughs> enough to like have it be helpful. I don't know. It's just funny because it's like if you don't put terms on it, it will it will just like man, like work for you. You know what I mean? Well, let's let's talk about that. So let's talk about terms. And that was the same thing that I thought. I was just like, what about what I'm doing right now isn't working. So what the hell? What do I have, I got to lose by just trying to have gratitude and trying to say like these are the things I desire, mm -hmm. but put them out in the world. So how do you recommend people first just start doing this? I know that that's probably a oversimplification question it's really not though like you just my biggest thing around this is like there's no excuse like if you really want to try it you can't just like like gratitude's just the beginning and that's really just the first stepping stone and so it's like 
it takes maybe five, like maybe five minutes tops out of your day. And that's like even over addressing it. Like you can do it in less than 30 seconds or whatever. And like the way to remind yourself to do it is like just set a notification on your phone. The way I started was I just like had a journal like three by five only for gratitude. And I didn't like, this was before I started journaling and maybe we can get more into that too. It's like, I just have to get up and like when I sit down from my desk um, or back when I was working in the office, <laughs> I would just like write down three things I'm grateful for before I start my day. And I know I'm going to show up there at least five out of the seven days of the week. So there's really no excuse that that's not going to happen. And it was just like a really nice way to start the day. Yeah. So you did this at work. What changes did you start noticing were happening once you made this a priority in your life? Um. Well, I can also ask you what your experience with gratitude is, but every single time when I sit down and realize that, like I take a pause and I start to see things in a different light, just like instantly. But then as far as continuing practice of gratitude, sorry, (laughs) like I just, you start um, transitioning to an abundance mindset naturally. And I guess this is kind of also what I wanted to talk about. Like once you start realizing what you have and all the great things in your life and also for people who like to have the excuse of I don't know what to write down, you can write down like anything like obviously the things that you have in your life, the experiences that you've had, like one that I really love to talk about is, um, you know, I'm so thankful that this person's in my life or that we did this this week that made me feel really good, like uh, giving thanks to your community and your support system, because that's like really important as well uh, along your entire journey. I kind of forget where I was going. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You're talking about just like everyday gratitude and. Oh yeah. And how it creates the abundance mindset. Yeah. Cause like once you start realizing all the great things, then you allow yourself more great things. And so when we were talking about the hustle, we kind of like briefed, briefed that, but the hustle mindset is kind of similar or in the same vein as, um, a fear mindset and like a a lack of mindset. And so when you're kind of stuck in that sort of, I guess it's just restrictive mindset, you're not going to be thinking about, let's see, like constantly receiving things. Cause you're like, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough this. I don't have enough that. It's just like the nature of how that mindset works. Or like when you switch over to gratitude, which you just start your day with three thankful things you're thankful for, you're, instantly changing your thought process to be like, I am already have these wonderful things in my life in the morning. And so then that just switches your vision for the rest of the day to be like, okay, you know what, maybe I do have enough time. Maybe I, I can feel thankful for, you know, a a second between meetings or something like that. Or instead of being like, I don't have enough time. It's just like shifting the thought process, even though maybe nothing day to day is changing instantly. What are some things that you think that people should recognize about, um, say they don't realize they have a negative mindset or a scarcity mindset, whatever you want to call it. Like, are, are there signs that you think that people should pay attention to that like, oh shit, I, I am just digging myself into this hole of horribleness and I need, I need a change. Mm-hmm. I guess it's like, if you realize you need a change. <laughs> um, and then at that point, I'm hoping that people would be willing to try 
different things. Cause like I used to live in a scarcity mindset. That's how people profit off of you because you're like, I don't have enough of this. It's just how capitalism works. But um, that doesn't mean you have to continue that way. It's just like being open, open enough to explore other options. I don't know if there are any other like telltale signs, but as long as people are open to trying different things and yeah, seeing what works for them. Well, so let's talk about more about abundance mindsets. And, you know, you touched really briefly on it about just it's a transition from not having to already having. And so this, you know, when you were saying about gratitude, that's one of the things that I usually got tripped up on until I learned about, you said like every day, like I've had been grateful for my house and my home or my husband, but then I've also been grateful for iced tea. And I mean, also just like, <laughs> I think that a lot of people just put this over, uh, like they put it on a pedestal or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people don't know how to transition from where I, I, this is going to sound like society, but <laughs> like, where to transfer how to transition from the mindset of bigger stronger faster instead of just like gratitude and love and time and like abundance and so um what what i'm trying to get towards is defining abundance mindset and what your thoughts are about how people can recognize it so just imagine you have go through the day-to-day of the hustle lifestyle but you're just exhausted at the end of it and not as satisfied so like the perk of an abundance mindset that would it would transition naturally as you start to practice gratitude and that's what I think is the best part about it but once you start to transition to the abundance mindset you're gonna feel less of that exhaustion and more of that satisfaction like sure you might be tired and need to (laughs) still go to bed or whatever but like you're gonna be more present which yeah um during the day and like appreciate the interactions that you're having did that answer your question yeah i love that answer absolutely that that is great i think like in my head and you can correct me if i'm wrong i think that it starts with gratitude and then you kind of upgrade to abundance and then you kind of upgrade to allowing manifestation in your life. Do you think that's true? Yeah, I think it's like, okay, this kind of works. What else? And like, <laughs> this kind of works too. And then you're like, okay, well, what else works? And so then it's like, oh, I'm not stopping now. And then you're like a manifestation guru and you never wanted to be called woo-woo to begin with. But you're like, but maybe I'm kind of now. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of awesome. And obviously people who don't want to be called woo-woo, we don't have to put a name on it. And that's totally fine. But I don't know. It's working for a lot of people. So. <laughs> I completely agree. And I especially love that people are embracing it so much now. And it's it's not just Abraham Hicks or Louise, um, what's her face? But it's, hey. you know, yeah, exactly. Louise Hay. And <laughs> it's just sort of like it's in the ether now in like popular culture. And so let's talk manifestation and let's talk your tips for including this in a daily life. Hey guys, at the end of every month, I'm planning to do a Q&A special answering all of your questions, either about what we just talked about or anything in between. I'm happy to hear back from you and help you out if I can. 
if you could do me a favor and go to thebeigehouse.com slash askmegan, you can leave your comment or your question. I'll be able to answer it on the next Q&A episode. Again, the address is thebeigehouse.com slash askmegan. Askmegan is all one word. Thank you so much. I look forward to hearing from you. I think just before we start like all of this, and I would say, and we're talking about gratitude too, and like what people kind of put gratitude on a pedestal and might be afraid to like write something down because they're like, well, I don't know what it is. It has to start with like getting comfortable with allowing your inner self to be expressed externally and not judging that. Because like, if you start thinking about, you know, what you really want, and then you're starting to say like, you know, that's not practical then the manifestation is going to be so much harder. But if you're like, for example, starting on gratitude and you're thankful for this and you're not judging yourself for whatever it is, that's the, that's the beginning. So like non-judgment, I think, is where we need to start and beginning an internal dialogue. Because if you don't have that, then you're not going to be able to ask the questions about, you know, what do I really want? Because you're going to manifest what you truly desire and what you truly believe. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And I think that you touched on a really good point about just it. It's about, in my experience, it's about learning to understand what it is your life needs, not what Mm -hmm. either you think other people think you need or you, you know, like society, you know, like, (laughs) I feel like a, like society, man. It's the word. (laughs) No, it's so funny, but it's like, it creeps into our mental space, like without us even knowing. And it's, that's why I think there's such a so much tension nowadays in like our mental mental health because like we don't actually believe all the things we're taught but we don't even know that we're living them until you're like what the heck like where did this belief come from like why are we in certain ways it's, it's it is society man <laughs> we're working through it <laughs> um but yeah back to manifestation I'm a big believer in um writing it down and I know that that's like cliche and I'm gonna say that about gratitude too whatever but the thing is when you we talk about the uh, transition of gratitude to an abundance mindset to manifestation the act of writing it down puts it in like the forefront of your brain essentially just changes what you're open to seeing so like physically your reality may stay the same but you're seeing things from a different perspective and internalizing them differently. So like the same goes for manifestation when you're mm, I mean we can get into the details of like what to write down and how deep and how visceral the feelings are going to be, but essentially like it's creating the same sort of like shift in perspective for you to start see- seeing opportunities and allowing their like allowing them space to potentially like lead you in a different direction. Cause if you don't write down what you really want, you're not really going to be like, Oh, you know what? That might be, you know, a good option for me. It has to like show up in the, in the beginning, the forefront of your brain. Well, let's talk about um, the things you should be writing down and the ways that you should be talking to yourself with manifestation. So um, what recommendations do you have for people who want to start utilizing manifestation? Totally. So, man, well, let's start off. Manifestation is real. I don't know. No one can convince me otherwise. But here's a really great way to go about it. Um, what's something that you really, truly want in your life? Like, for example, me, three years ago, I was, like, pretty sad about, like, the kind of job that I was getting. And I was like, oh, I can't believe, like, the job I want doesn't exist. I want to make a certain amount of money. I some reason, I can't do that right now. So what I go about writing down is, like, okay, 
I want a job that makes me feel like this. I want to do this when I get into work every day. I want to feel like this around my colleagues. Um, like just going through day to day, like from when I get up and when I go to bed, like who am I surrounding myself with? How am I getting to work? How does it feel once I get to work? Like the visceral feeling as you're going through is super important because that's like a, emotions are a huge guide without us even knowing moving into the direction that we want. So getting super visceral when you're writing it down is huge. Like ima your imagined reality going into as much detail as possible is, is in my opinion, the key. And then you can start getting more crystal clear with like dates and numbers and things like that. And I feel like those things just end up falling into place. Again, like you could say like, hey, I want a million dollars, but if you viscerally don't need that and you feel like, oh, you know what? Is that actually gonna achieve my desired emotion and feeling that you want? Then you're probably not gonna get it, but it's like you're, you have to root it in the feeling and then the manifestation of the physical object will come after to create that desired feeling. That's interesting. And uh, it's funny. I want to talk to you about, you said dates and I've been reading this book, um, a happy pocket full of money, which is about just manifestation, but it gets really like big brain thinking about like quantum physics and Einstein's theory of relativity, how this all works together. No, I'm so interested. <laughs> it's an amazing book. I definitely pick it up. It's such a good cool. read. And one thing that he talks about is changing the idea of time. And instead of saying, I easily receive a million dollars by January 1st, 2021. Like instead you say, I easily receive a million dollars soon. Like you change date to soon. Hmm. And his thinking is that it's all already out there, right? Like where it's all parallel universes. The thing you have is already the here. It's just, you are working the path to get to it. And like he said, like Jesus said soon. And so you say soon. And it's like, I'm interested to hear what your thoughts are about soon versus timeline. I've had good experiences with writing specific dates, but honestly, if I were to write soon, and take the pressure of time out of it. That would have been so much cooler. So, <laughs> so I would, I would, I think I'm on that train because, like, I would, I don't want to be checking. I wouldn't check the calendar, but I'd be like, oh, after the fact, like, look back at the dates. But I think it'd be way nicer for it to like come into my life at the time that is right. Mm -hmm. And so soon, I mean, is relative, but you know, also in perfect timing, right? That's so true, and I think that it takes a lot of pressure off of the, like you said, like calendar watching of, okay, it's December 15th. And I said, January 1st, and I only have $8 and not a million. It's it, like, it, it and what, I, what really sucks about that. Sorry to interrupt. No, is then you're, you're in scarcity mindset. You have to trust I, that you're are, you already have it and you have to write it down. Oh, I guess back to like how you should write it is like, I'm so thankful that I have this in my life, writing it in the present tense to then get it. But if you're calendar watching, you're like, dang, I don't have this right now. And I need it. Like that's, that's, as soon as you stop trusting the process is when it stops working. Mm -hmm. That's oh, that's so true. I completely agree. And I'm, I'm glad to see that you are now going to be a sooner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it just would take so much stress out of my life. But I actually haven't <laughs> even thought about um, 
I guess I've kind of been manifesting during the whole co whole COVID thing, but like mm -hmm. kind of allowing things to happen naturally and being like, you know, this is where I want to end up, but I don't really have a huge, uh, a huge sight on time. It's just going to happen as it, as it does. And for a while, I didn't really know what I wanted to manifest. Cause like, if you're living in gratitude, you're like, you know, I, sometimes I got it all and I don't always need to change. <laughs> <laughs> so it depends at the point you're in your life, I guess. What have you manifested that has just been off the wall? And while you think about it, I'll give you my example. Um, mm -hmm. I manifested getting fired from a job that I absolutely hated. And I love that. <laughs> yeah, it was I, at the time I was reading, um, I was just starting to get into Abraham Hicks, but I was also reading Your Money or Your Life, which is about, you know, the book, it's about just understanding that. Um, essentially it cost me half of my salary to get to work and I didn't even like the job. And so I, I was just like asking the universe, like, please get me fired. Please get, I can't, I can't quit this myself. Please get me fired. <laughs> and I know that a lot of people say like, well, did you just suck at your job or something? And I don't, <laughs> I don't think anything changed. I think I just focused my energy so much on this thing that I wanted that it happened. And I tell you, it was winter, but I would have like skipped through the parking lot to my car the day I got fired. Cause I was just so <laughs> like, it happened. Everything I wanted happened. Right. Like it doesn't have to be a negative thing. Like if you're listening to what other people tell you to be like, Oh my God, you lost your job. Like the worst <laughs> thing. You're like, no, I got this. <laughs> yeah. It was so great. Yeah. Um, so that was probably like the start of your transition to like a whole different like thinking. Was that just like the first manifestation step? I you? think that was the first um, uh, like the first dedicated manifestation. You know, anymore. Yeah. I was just like every morning I was saying the same thing over and over again. Like, please get me fired. Please get me fired. Please. Isn't it funny? So I was going to tell you the first, like, I don't even know if it's the craziest, but like the first thing that I quote unquote yeah. manifested is like the one that I'm just like, dang, like, that's it. Like it works. Yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of crazy. Um, I had just graduated from college and there were no entry level positions where you could actually afford to live in the city and work in the city. And I'm like, yo, why did I go to college? And now I'm in this situation that I can't afford. It's like, what's the point of the whatever. So I was like, just super upset about the whole situation. Um, you know, took a gamble paying rent for a few months trying to find a job, put down the date, the money, the, the benefits, all that stuff. And it, it lined up to being like, hey, I wanted to get a job where I could do X, Y, and Z. I work as an interior designer. Okay. Um, I want to do X, Y, and Z with these people, have these kinds of responsibilities, make this kind of money and get it in October. And I ended up like my first day on the job was October 31. And I've been with this company ever since, which is kind of funny, but it's like, they, they give me the responsibility that I wanted. I didn't want to be treated like a entry level employee. Like they trust me as a, as a person and as a designer, it's like, okay, like it's exactly what I wanted. Cause I wasn't ready to just be like the entry level position. So That's so cool. Yeah. So you said you wrote it down, you wrote down like the, the date, the amount that you wanted. Yeah. And it's so weird because I remember I asked for that amount for other, like I was uh, interviewing other places and I'm like, you know, I got to start with, you know, that amount or whatever. Cause also it wasn't super crazy, but I'm like, you know, city living, this is, <laughs> and other companies would look at me and their job would drop. They'd be like, um, you knew that's a, you know, that's a lot of money. And I'm just like, 
okay, this isn't the place for me. And so it was trusting when I'm in other interviews or on calls with other people to know, like, you know, I could um, deviate from my plan, but I know that there's something there for me and I just can feel it and I want to trust it. And I had to turn down other jobs and hoping that this one, I, I don't know, like I interviewed at this one place and I'm like, oh, I think this might be it, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, like I tell them like the salary and then they're like, F it, we'll give you more than that. And we'll give you, I was just like, whoa. <laughs> And it's like, no, it worked out. And it was just like so surprising. And like, how can anyone plan for that? You just have an inherent knowing that that would come up because you have lived that life every single day, reading a vision or thinking about it. I was heavy on the manifestation, like on night audios and like reading it every morning. (laughs) That's fantastic. That's so cool. And I love that you, you trusted it. You know, you just like, you had this, plan B kind of job and just, no, that's not, that's not what's yeah, for me. For me, like, maybe it's just my mindset, but I just feel like if I was in that plan B job, yeah. that it would be a survival tactic and it wouldn't allow for me to thrive because the resources one weren't there, but I also wouldn't be as emotionally connected to the job as I am to this other one. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I knew deep down, it's also like learning to use your intuition is kind of all like t- roped up into this too. It's just knowing it doesn't feel right and listening to that and trusting that. It's the scariest thing because you're like, well, everyone else in my life is like, take the job or like, <laughs> why are you so crazy? <laughs> and I'm just like, I got this. Or is, even if you like have kids or a spouse or something that's relying and you're just, I have to trust yeah, I think that's a hundred yeah. times barrier, sure. Yeah. But, you know, you're the only person who can make these decisions for you and uh, allow yourself to have a, a better life, so. Well, let's talk a little bit, actually, as an aside, about interior design and, like, giving yourself good space for this kind of work. Yeah. Um, having a little sanctuary. It's like my secret recipe for this really? whole thing. Like it's like having a space where you can just completely calm down and reset and allow yourself to have that conversation with your inner voice, I guess. Mm-hmm. It, it really can't happen in any other space than one that you feel that comfortable and at home in. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that looks different for everybody, but yeah. Do you think there are some things that are just sort of general across the board, like plants or... I'm a big candle fan. Yeah. <laughs> and plants are wonderful too. I'm just actually terrible with plants. So I just can't. <laughs> um, but yeah, for me, and this is going to sound weird and maybe getting into other stuff, but I am a huge like floor dweller. Like I have a really mm-hmm. nice carpet and I'll like, it feels like very bohemian, but very like natural and comfortable. So I'll like have like a bean bag in like my candle and like journal and stuff like that and it's like okay that feels more natural to me than sitting at a desk that like reminds me of going back to the office or whatever so it's like that feels good for me even though if someone comes into my room and they're like where's your furniture and it's like <laughs> this is it it makes me feel really good <laughs> and it's like it's not what makes you feel good but it's really comfortable for me and makes me feel at home so it's like again allowing yourself to express in whatever way feels comfortable to you and I having that be the space that you can focus on your expansion and, and whatever and not let other people's like opinions like guide that either. So you, you're mentioning journaling a lot, which I am pro, but I am also very terrified of journaling because 
I I like I let it get too big. You know, like I'd have mm-hmm. to I have to write the right stuff and I have to, you know, like it has to be something that like Teddy Roosevelt will read. You know, like we're we're reading yeah. people's journals and I don't want to have something just kind of like today I ate a sandwich. So <laughs> that's the thing is you totally can. Um, let's talk. So do you recommend like people do bullet journaling or do you think like long form? How do you, what do you think is like the lowest barrier of entry for that? Lowest barrier of entry would definitely be just a daily journal. And for me, it's a Google doc and I just jump in every morning while I'm drinking coffee and I just write about what's on my mind. And do I ever read it? No, I don't. (laughs) And it's, it's, I'm gonna be honest, like stupid shit, but it just like, is such a brain dump and allows the space to then open up during my day. And like, if I had tension about this like interaction I had yesterday, I'll just write it down. Even if I'm like, oh, it's kind of silly that I'm feeling this way. I'll never have to read it again, but I'm getting it out of my system. And it just feels that much better to have been able to process it without judgment. Cause that's also a huge part of it is you're the only one who's reading it. And that's, that's a huge part. So you really, again, judgment, shouldn't really exist in this world, but it totally does. And uh, making that step towards self-compassion in this area will just help you that much more to get in tune with yourself and allow yourself to process things in a way that feels good for you. I am so glad that you admit that you don't read your journal because I never, I can, like, I, I can't, I just, I have too much shit to do or something, you know, like I'm like, it's yeah. there, it, it used its purpose and off to the world with you. I've read people that are like, check, read your journal every month. Oh, who was, yeah, like who has time for that? Like, I kind of know where I was a month ago. I did like start looking back at the beginning of quarantine and I was like, oh, I was a bit dramatic then, but like, <laughs> that's kind of funny. It's not like anything ridiculous in my mind. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, what recommendations do you have for resources for people to get into gratitude, mindset work, manifestation? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of like what helped me a lot. YouTube was a huge one. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I, I, I mean, maybe this is why we started talking. But I started this company that's like looking to help people transition from scarcity mindset to abundance mindset, mm-hmm. and um, through art and media because I'm a big fan of design. Again, like I'm not sure if it's every person's demographic because it's a lot about art and new media. But Inherent Worth is the name of the company, and we're just looking to start making emotional healing and caring cool again (laughs) and like make it mainstream and it doesn't have to what i was kind of finding in the self-healing world and therapist world um i just found that it was very pretty and put put together when like in reality we're like all a mess and like we all want to express and have fun and it's not pretty and it's sucks sometimes and sometimes you don't want to be like talking with someone who's like wow my life's so great all the time like you should try it too it's like well that's not my that's definitely not how I feel so I don't really (laughs) want to hear your perspective on it (laughs) and so it's like just making it easier for people to connect with like okay what is gratitude without judgment and how do we get there and having just an honest conversation about it so when do you think that people are ready to seek out inherent worth hmm well, to be honest, this is probably a bear, like the the entry. Okay. Um, yeah. So my my intent with the company is to pretty much explain what certain things are in like a you know interactive way. And for me, a way to understand like emotional healing or something or worthiness wound, which is where the name came from, mm-hmm. 
is from other people's stories and we're gonna be, fe we feature other people's stories and other people's artwork around. For example, if we're talking about worthiness, you're like, oh, I didn't know I had a worthiness problem until you see someone in someone else's life. You're like, that's me. And so you get to connect with that. And then you start to understand like, okay, so that might be in my life. What does it mean? What does it look like? And what could my life look like? So this is pretty much explaining how it could manifest in your own life. And then I'm not a life coach. I'm not trying to be. <laughs> and I would then provide resources of like, hey, if you're having issues with this, this might work for you, blah, blah, blah. And really connecting in the people who are really good at what they do when I'm just here to be like, you know, we all have problems. Let's talk about it. <laughs> So where can people find Inherent Worth? Uh, we have a, well, by the time this airs, we'll have a website with a bunch of resources on it. <laughs> and um, yeah, we have an Instagram and uh, we're on Tumblr too, but Instagram's the biggest one I think right now. And the, the website will have a ton of resources and connections to, you know, you know, what's happening now in your life. And then you'll be able to be like, oh, you know what? I would benefit from connecting with this person to help me with this thing. Very. That's so so cool, and I'm really excited to see the website when it goes live. That's me too. I am so excited. It's yeah. I'm just so jazzed. That's so. That's so. Ooh. I just I get happy with those kind of things. <laughs> yeah. Also, I'm just like such a design nerd where I'm just like, okay, it's gonna be like cool and edgy and fun, and so I'm just like, oh, I can't wait to see this. <laughs> well, we are almost out of time, but what else? Um, do you want to cover anything else before we go? Um, I just hope that people can put the ego aside and try gratitude. Get that journal, either like a small little like composition notebook or just like a Google Doc every morning. Put it on your phone as a notification. It's it's the the start the start of a new beginning. I love I guess that. You call it that. <laughs> That's a perfect way to end this. <laughs> Thank yeah, you so it's been much. great chatting with you. Yeah, thank you.